Hello, this is Pearls on Tuesday, where we aim to create and celebrate the beauty of ordinary moments in extraordinary ways. Today's podcast is entitled, Every Day is a School Day, Exercising Your Brain and Expanding Your World. I was an educator by career for nearly 30 years. Couple that with being a parent, and it's no wonder that our daily calendar fell into two distinct categories, school days and not a school day. On school days, we adhered to a regular routine, waking at a certain time, dressing, gathering supplies, off to school, homework, dinner, regular bedtime. On not school days, there was more wiggle room. We stayed up a little later, allowed sleepovers, evening events, and more choices on how to spend our time. After so many years, it's hard to let go of this kind of thinking. Even though I am now retired, I still hear the school bus stop at our corner and think, oh yes, it's a school day. While listening to a podcast the other day, I heard the phrase, every day is a school day. The speaker was discussing lifelong learning and was using this phrase to remind us that there are new things to learn and experience within each and every day. I allowed this to marinate and decided that I wanted to write a post about it and meld it into my beliefs about successful aging. Several months ago, I wrote about how to avoid the five most common aging pitfalls. One of these was to be a lifelong learner. I explained that keeping our brains active helps us remain attentive, engaged, and involved in life. Besides working puzzles and playing word games, learning new things generates and stimulates parts of the brain that tend to slow as we get older. I would like to add another dimension to this thought, which creates a very important reward for making each day a school day. Besides the physical benefits of keeping our brains active, there is a social-emotional side that is at least of equal importance. If you were asked to describe what a really old person looked like, you would most likely use adjectives like wrinkled, frail, tired, slow-moving, and gray-haired. Yet, upon reflection, we realize that many of the words we commonly use to describe being old are related to the demeanor of the person more so than their physical appearance. Old people tend to present themselves as withdrawn, out of touch, sad, or depressed. They are not interactive and communicate about only a few subjects that are important to them. It is as if the world is going on around them and they have been left behind. 
they're no longer a part of it. I dare say that those who strive to remain active learners on a daily basis stave off these descriptors. Obviously, I am not talking about learning a specific new fact each day. Rather, I am referring to remaining engaged and involved in the world by keeping up with current events, reading about a variety of subjects, taking on new hobbies and interests, whether it be oil painting or stamp collecting, and working to be sure that your circle of family and friends from all walks of life and all age groups remains stable. When every day is a school day, we remain curious about a plethora of topics. Maybe you purchase a book about backyard birds because your feeder in the yard is attracting birds you can't identify. Perhaps you decide to construct a scrapbook for your children or grandchildren, detailing in photographs and memorabilia events from your lifetime. Maybe you find a genre you enjoy. My favorite is memoir and read as many as you can. No matter what making every day a school day looks like for you, rest assured that your actions, no matter how small, are turning back the clock in a myriad of ways. While we may continue to have wrinkles around our eyes, the glint of light that comes from newfound knowledge and fresh experiences speaks volumes and lets others know that this is a thriving, valuable, interesting person. This person is still relevant. So what are some examples of every day, a school day in my own life? Well, as I stated earlier, I love memoirs. I have read too many to count, but lately I've tried to choose people whom I didn't feel particularly drawn to at first. I am always surprised to find connections and commonality in their lives and mine. I have begun gathering and preserving seeds from my own garden to plant next year or to give as gifts, and I've researched the best way to do this. I have begun to put together a lookbook of coastal decor in hopes that I can use these ideas when we finally retire to the beach. I have honored my love of the oyster shell by creating crafts and jewelry using those I find on the beach. And lastly, my husband and I have been reading a great book by Ezra Klein called Why We're Polarized, which has helped us try to navigate and better understand the contentious political environment we find ourselves in today. I make no bones about putting effort into my physical appearance, not necessarily to look younger, but to be well put together and make the most of what I have. I have favored beauty products, a hairdresser I trust, and I apply some makeup when I step out. I try to dress my body in a way that accentuates the positive and downplays the problem areas. However, I have discovered that my best-looking, most youthful friends of a certain age are those that 
no matter their chronological years, remain engaged in the world around them, are involved socially in a circle of people they enjoy, and strive to learn new things, new ways of doing things, and challenge their own beliefs by listening to the beliefs of others. When our thinking is challenged by entertaining differing opinions, it gives us the opportunity to evaluate our own core beliefs and expand our knowledge base. If you are someone who feels that your beliefs or what you find to be true are already cast in stone, you may want to do a recheck. That is an old person red flag for sure. To appear as a curmudgeon who holds fast to one school of thought and won't entertain any other, in my opinion, is a real tragedy. So today is a new school day. What is on your class schedule? Do you have PE, physical education, taking a brisk walk, riding your bike, playing a round of golf? Do you have home economics, trying out a new recipe, adjusting your diet, working in the garden? Do you have music class, dust off the piano and pluck out a tune, listen to your favorite genre of music, or go hear some live music in town? I used to be the teacher, and now I am the student. I know some things and have taught some things, but one thing is for sure. I have a lot left to learn, discover, and explore. But some things never change. My favorite subject is still recess. Take good care of you and yours. This podcast is also available in written form on my blog, pearlsontuesday.com.